Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, I want to just say thank you very much, and and I just want to say that everything that everyone said about you is not true. You're not two total fucking dicks. You're actually, <laughs> you're actually really nice, attractive gentlemen. Aww. Powerful too. Yes, powerful and attractive men. And um, and I really enjoyed this. So thank you for having me. Uh, so yeah, uh, we ran into the uh, the boys from Cobras and Fire last night at the hotel. A little yeah. buzzed. Not yeah. sure they remembered uh, Not at all. meeting us when no. they came over and introduced themselves this morning. That's my fans. That's what I attract. Hey everybody out there, Rock is not dead. It's hiding, and you're listening to Cobras and Fire with Gunnar Nelson, your close personal friend. You're listening to the Cobras and Fire podcast. Part of the Decibel Geek Podcast Network. Now talk to the hand, because the face don't want to know. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. My name, of course, is Baco. And I want to assure everybody listening that Loose Cannon and I are back in our beds safe from our travels to Nashville for the first ever Nashville Rock and Pod Expo. And oh my God, people, it was a blast. If you were there, thank you. Uh, I hope you took a chance to come by and say hi, uh, get a jerk sock, and maybe uh, slap us. Uh, but uh, <laughs> eventually down the road here, Luce and I will have a, a conversation, I'm sure, at the beginning of one of our podcasts where we kind of reflect back and look at what the whole thing meant to us uh, because it was just a, a whirlwind of fun, excitement, uh, drinking, uh, hugging. A lot of bromances were uh, fulfilled. I just, we'll get into more details on that now. But we also came back with just a ton of material, which we're going to get into starting today. Uh, I, and I really think you're going to enjoy this. Um, uh, but before I get into a little bit of that, we also have to say thank you to Chris Sinzak for including us. It meant a lot to us to be there uh, and meeting all these amazing people that, uh, and not just the podcasters. There were so many, you know, uh, people who listen to these shows. Uh, I hate to call them fans of us because they're not. They're fans of the program. They're fans of all the shows that are out there, and and, and they keep rock alive. And it was such a nerd out that, uh, I don't know, I mean, Michael Butler called it a circle jerk. I'm with you, Michael. Let's all just circle jerk and uh, just talk about the expo. But why don't we uh, just get right into the Cobras and Fire coverage of it, don't you think? We have, here, here's what we're just going to call part one uh, of uh, the Rock and Pod Expo. It th- this features uh you know a couple friends of the show Josh Toomey from the Talk Toomey podcast Joey Haney from Rock Stike Strikes Ten who have both been just some of the best guests we've ever had and just fun people to be around uh, if you're not supporting their shows you should be but but something tells me you are we have finally a face to face meeting between myself and the fact bastard he joins the show for a full on Cobras and Fire. Uh, bit uh, and it, it's it's a really funny little piece that I think you'll like. We met two guys named Ran and Dandy from uh, show uh, Ran, Dan and Randy. <laughs> See what I did, did there? Dan and Randy from the Dandy Classic Music Hour. A couple of really fun, good-looking men that uh, joined us uh, to share their thoughts on Guns and Roses. And this episode ends with a very funny comedian named Courtney Cronin. You're going to love her, especially if you like taking a, a dump on Kiss once in a while. Uh, as, of course, you know, Luce and I do. But 
Enough about the talk. Enough about all that stuff. Here you go. Live from the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo, I give you Cobras and Fire, featuring myself, Baco, and of course, the Godfather, Loose Cannon. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, Loose Cannon, along with the two malicious Baco. How are you, sir? I'm well. Are we going to do the intro for every guest that sits down? No, but this is the beginning of the show. <laughs> so Toomey's the guest. We're, 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 we're kicking it, it off with uh, Toomey from uh, Josh Toomey from Talk Toomey. And they have the uh, Bacolicious Toomey. Yes. There you go. Ooh, nice. This was exactly. Oh, I know. We have a, a visitor. Oh, you do? What's right your name? You're the one. Yeah. 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 It's awesome. I, your, I recognize your voice when you walk in the door. Oh, boy. He's uh, <laughs> very loud. Very loud. So, well, that was a nice little fun reprieve. So, we're back with Josh Toomey. Josh, what do you want to talk about? Podcast? I, I just figured that maybe we could uh, also like, kind of describe the surroundings. What, what your first, uh, you just made a comment about this entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I walked in and this place looks exactly like you'd want it to look. It's, you know, kind of kind of dirt mallish, kind of yep. flea markety. Yeah. But, you know, I think it, I think it, uh, it, it fits for all of us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's 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 definitely not that clean. It's a little, <laughs> but it, it it looks exactly where a bunch of podcasters like ourselves would would hang out. Yeah, what yeah. You say? Yeah, I was kind of kind of glad it looks like this. You know, low ceiling, kind of looks like a. Uh, like We're in the v- ballroom at like, a like almost a, like a VFW hall or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I know what you're saying. It does. Have, it does have a little more charm than like going to a whatever those big uh, yeah convention like a, centers exactly, or something. Exactly. Yeah. This sanitized. Is, this is a this place is where sanitized. you would go see a wedding that would definitely have at least one inappropriate best man speech, <laughs> right. and somebody's gonna get in a fight. So uh, I'm sure there's a lot it. of inappropriate speeches going on today. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no. So so kind of break it down for since it's not a visual podcast. Wow. Those record uh, vendors. Yeah, I mean the record vendors all around us. You know, I can see I can see a lot of Kiss stuff, a lot of Kiss nerds here today. The Kiss coffin. Yeah, there is a Kiss coffin. Oh, are we? Is that, are they? Uh, <laughs> Who brought that? Is my question. Are they charging to get in it or anything? Uh, it says do not touch. No. Basically. There's its own kind of Mile High Club theme for the Kiss coffin. What would you call? Would you like the coffin club? Yes, coffin yes, club. The coffin nice. club. Can you do it by yourself? <laughs> oh my goodness! Take a jerk sock in there. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Good to go. Yeah, we're all yeah. set for that. But no, man. I mean, you know, I, I was telling uh, Aaron Camaro earlier, you know, just how crazy this is for all of us to be in the same room. And yeah. Chris Sinzak, uh, hats off to him for even putting, the, you know, getting this idea together. Yeah, five months in, people coming from all over the place. And he looks like a president at the end of his term. Yeah, Sinzak. Sinzak, he does. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely worn him down. Yeah. Camaro looks like he just uh, went on vacation. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he helped out much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, I'm just here for the for the free booze. He's yeah. leaned up against the T bird in the parking lot, scoping yep. out chicks, cranking Billy Squire. You know, Camaro walked in and he walked over to the jukebox and just hit it one time and it oh, came on. So. Oh, the bonds. Yeah, man. Um, well, Toby, why don't we just get to your song? What song do you want to play? Anything you want. Uh, let's do uh, "Angry Again" by Megadeth. Read your life. 
Yeah. Oh, great. Perfect. So we're here with Joey from uh, Rock Strikes 10, uh, a frequent contributor to Cobras and Fire. And yes, and, uh, and, uh, and Facebook page. A contributor and not under too much duress normally. So. That's correct. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Right this is the pre-jerk because we're, we're going to be <laughs> yes. somehow supplying content for that thing later on the table I'm pointing to that's good radio. I'm pointing to it. Yeah, right. And yeah, we, we're going to try to figure it It's almost like a pre live show planner this thing right now. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, so you're oh, it's, it's your rehearsal, your dry run, you're getting warmed up for, uh, yeah. you're closing the show tonight. Yeah, in between whoring out merchandise and, and all this other stuff. Yes, yes. I've, I've never felt more like a carny in my entire life than right now. <laughs> well, it's the right place for it. Yeah, yeah. So that uh, you got the, the beautiful uh, chandeliers. Yes, yeah. yeah. the half-lit chandeliers. Half-lit. Some of the tile, ceiling it tiles go, match. Yeah. It, it goes, yeah. it, it in, matches in, the half roll of toilet paper. Yeah. Right I mean, the thing I like about this place that has just the right amount of yeah. asbestos. Yes. yes. <laughs> I don't know if you can feel it. I can feel uh, it. We literally have boxes of like theater costumes behind us. Yes. yes, yeah. yes. No, it's uh, it's quite a deal here, man. But this, it's, it actually is a happening, and all uh, all jokes aside, like uh, just walking around, and chances are, if you're listening to this, the other twelve shows that you subscribe to are all under one roof. Yes. Why aren't you here? Yeah, no doubt. That's right. Right. Yeah, we actually had uh, a guy stopped by just a little bit ago and was basically pulled out his phone and it, almost like every podcast he listens to is here. Yep. So, cool. And we were actually one of them, so it was kind of a shock for us. <laughs> so, uh, that's right. I, I met a guy, I wish I could remember his name, but I am the worst at that. And he was from Canada, and he says, I recognized you by your voice. I'm like, that is yeah. fucking bizarre. Yeah, no, I, I can see that. But I'm, yep. that's another reason I'm glad I brought my wife, because it keeps my ego in check. So. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yours next year. Yeah, oh, oh, we, no, we left them at home on purpose. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> yes, yes. Some people got to walk away from it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. No, no. Uh, so, well, Joey, uh, you, you, what, what do you think so far as far as just the... How entertained have you been? Uh, organization keeps it entertaining enough. It's yeah. overwhelming at times. I mean, even right. just hoping I woke up on time, I didn't sleep in too late, and just you get here, you put your stuff down on the table, and just waiting for people to care is where I'm at right now. Yeah. You guys got a way better built-in audience than I do. Uh, I'm not sure, but uh, uh, does it upset you that we're all three missing the KISS uh, panel on Why KISS or whatever it's called? No, I'm, I'm going to be listening to it later. That's the other cool thing is a lot of these are going to be just podcasts and air. You, know, you don't want to take constantly. a crack at KISS? I mean, I, well, I'm it's actually, my favorite band, but I don't mind taking cheap shots on anybody. If you want, I, I, can, I can go crash the table right now because I made a sign crash. I'm just going to oh. leave. You want to yeah. you want to do some you yeah. just a play by play? Yeah. Uh, Joey's Joy right charging up to the stage. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm still gonna actually believe it or not. So you get, now you have to tune into the podcast later to figure out what the hell I did. Oh yeah. yeah I'm gonna no. do it. I'm not joking. Part one. Yes. Okay. Um, well, this is, song? This, this is great sitting next to you guys, by the way. So. Oh, yeah. For him. The way we've, all, we've all chatted so much and we're all in one. That's right. Yeah. That was really cool about this is, is telling where I was coming here. I'm like, I've known these people for years, virtually. Yeah. You know, however you want to say it. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. It's, it's surreal. I'll just keep saying surreal all day. Yes. Yeah. I'm picking a song. What? Pick a song, uh, any song is what we're calling our little theme today. Why don't you, can I, can I, because I'm one of those guys, it's just not, it's not our life to pick one song. Uh, ask me a question and I'll answer it with a song. Okay. Um, Come on, you're an interviewer. What's your favorite color? <laughs> no, you're not getting off that easy. All right. Oh, you, can, um, you can do a song with that. Ask a music-related question, anything. All right, if you were um, Ozzy's manager, what career advice would you give him? Well, that is the wife. I was going to say divorce, <laughs> but... You didn't first, want the first thing color. I would say, you know what? Honestly, we actually told you this was going to be the plan, Joe. You should. The, you know, the first thing I would say <laughs> is to bring back Ozfest as a touring entity, because and do it right this time in the sense of the way the way Ozfest started out. I'm gonna get on my soapbox here. The way it started out in the '90s, the bands and acts that they featured and to help break out a little bit, the quality was a lot higher. And I feel there's a lot of good quality new. Not in you, but new metal bands right. and new just hard rock bands in general. Sure. Don't make it just metal because you know what? We're Aussie fans. We're older. Right. We can handle it. It doesn't have to be, you know, 
freaking Suicide Silence every other band. Oh, I know what you're saying. You know, bring back an Ozfest that has a good amount of variety. Because I'll tell you, Ozfest '99 was the best Ozfest ever. Because I saw on one day Drain STH, who are brilliant. They should have been bigger than they were, and they they are not perfectly, perfectly rated. They are not perfectly rated, <laughs> dude. You had supermodel, like Swedish I've women. I think I was at that one. They're all tens. I definitely went to that year, but I get all the lineups mixed up, yeah. honestly. So there's who else is there? Swedish supermodels. Sound like Sabbath. That's who we're going to play after my rant. Okay. Uh, and then System of a Down, Primus, Slayer. Primus yeah. and Slayer back to back? Like, I can handle that in my brain. Screw you if you can't. Um, <laughs> Rob Zombie, yeah, yeah. Deftones. The only dud that day on the main stage was Godsmack. That's when I knew I was old. I came back from getting a hot dog and Godsmack's on stage. And, like, it went from being Spinal Tap at the Fair Park to, like, Arena Shed fists in the air and I'm like what am I missing here I am old so that's when I knew I was old but then you know the, the Sabbath and Ozzy sets at the end of the night it was a, it was like a damn near perfect mix of everything that's great about different elements of hard rock and metal. Yeah. so I'd say bring back Ozfest do your homework get quality bands get a band like maybe Wildlife but also get in like you know ban- bands that I like that I want to hear damn it yeah. You know. That's why I think in general Maybe we should do these, Joey Fest. Yeah, yeah and then yeah. give Gus G another shot, even though he's not in the band anymore. Bring his band out, you know. So you have the European metal represented. Just have every genre represented. Yeah. So Emily Striegel just Crosby bombed just the, uh, the table. Yeah, David, David Crosby. Crosby yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, David Crosby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he just walked behind the table, so he definitely He's, didn't pay to be here. Yeah. Okay, so, so we can make fun of him. Yeah, yeah uh, so let's play a Drain STH song. Let's play... Let's play Open Your Mind. That's the one I think that's going to make the most fans. Done. Right. Thank you, Joey. Rock Strikes 10. Uh, I'm sure we'll have you back on. Apparently we're going to be talking about Megadeth at some point. Yes, yes. yes. Again, that's going to be a lot of fun. I, I expect controversy. Right on. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay.
fan of the jerk sock. Good. All right, well, uh, fact bastard friend of show Rob is uh, now with us here at the Rock and Pop the, Expo. You are the fact Hello. bastard, correct? I, I don't know. Apparently, I'm the fact bastard now. He's the critical bastard. The once and final, I guess. Mm. I don't know. Anyways, yes, uh, you, uh, this is your dream come true. You're at the, uh, the Rock and the Pod. Rock and Pods Expo uh-huh. in uh, beautiful Nashville, Tennessee. Yes. A lot of good looking men here. <laughs> That's right, exactly. It's a lot of sausage. You got your pickle litter, buddy. <laughs> Line up. Uh, oh my. Yes, yes. It is exactly as advertised. We're, right now we have some kind of a kiss panel up on, on stage right now. I'm not sure exactly what they're talking about, but... Uh, I heard the name Vinnie Vincent and everybody applauded and yelled, so they must have said something mean about him. Yes, yes. So they're good to go. Yeah, there was some talking about uh, fantasizing while having sex about Vinnie Vincent, so that's... But yeah, we mentioned it before, but but I think we definitely knew our target audience when we brought the jerk socks, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, we, I'm surprised they're not selling out already. They're yeah. flying like hotcakes. It's a, it's, it's a great talking point. It draws the people to the table. It does. <laughs> We've and already then, had then, three people offer to then, fill them. Yes, and then run away. We haven't yeah. actually made any sales. No, so, no, no. No, I did sign one as a complimentary one. But, but yeah, we got some special guests coming up. But yeah, man, what do you want to talk about? Oh, God. Uh, what do you guys think? Are you having, uh, you having a good time getting around talking to some people? Yeah, I got to meet uh, almost everybody that I wanted to so far. Except for Gunnar Wilson. Or Gunnar Nelson, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. Uh, I've seen a couple of the special guests come through. Uh, oh, you have? I haven't seen anybody. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, who arrived then? Uh, I can't remember. Roxy Blue. Got from Roxy Blue, I think. One of those guys was there. I was reading the, reading the lanyards, but as far as like... I haven't seen Michael Wagner yet. Uh, I don't know. I think he, he might just get be coming here. for the panel. I'm not sure if he's even probably. doing a signing. Yeah, Maybe. I don't know. There's only a couple guys There's I would David probably Crosby, yes. recognize. Oh, good. David Crosby's here. He does not like Ted Nugent. Uh, say it again. Oh, he doesn't? <laughs> no, no. It's a good thing he's not here. Yeah. <laughs> what a fight that would be. Oh, can you imagine? That would be the price of admission. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nugent versus Flaming Crosby. arrows and... Uh, <laughs> I don't think this building is big enough to hold Ted Nugent's uh, yeah. ego. Crosby smashes his bong and stabs him with the glass. Perfect. Uh, Love it. Uh, that would be one of those good, uh, what were those claymation wrestling things? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's already Deathmatch. Yep. Yeah. Deathmatch. There yes. you go. That would be a good one. Bring it back. Absolutely. I'll start with that one. I do like watching the people walk by and they glance at the sign, they glance at the jerk sock, they avert your gaze, and they keep walking. <laughs> I just saw on Facebook my, my my godmother liked the picture I took of the table and it has the sign of the jerk sock. <laughs> You know, when, when you go into somebody's home and they have something on the on the, the coffee table, it's a conversation piece. Yeah. This is for. It breaks the ice. Yeah. It's not working as intended. Yeah. It's all right. We're That's up. specifically why I never clean up the cat puke. Something to talk about when someone comes over. There you go. <laughs> it's nice. That box. cat puke, as a matter of fact, it, it is. is. It is. The question is, are these jerk socks slip proof? Mm, nothing. Nothing's not guaranteed. Not don't don't not wear them on the stairs. <laughs> That is dangerous. Uh, yes. Yeah, it, uh, we actually should be thankful that Luce and I made it here in one piece. Uh, yeah, that's true. So we didn't fall on the tarmac or something. Yeah, 2017 has been no, rough on our bones. No Good crutches, God. no no, uh, no casts, uh, no nope. slings for the arm. We're back. We're back. <laughs> Looking good. Better than ever. Perfect shape to sit down. Yeah. Starting to fill in here, though. Um, we're getting paid. What time is it even? Like noon? It's quarter to 12. Yep. Oh, sure. All right, yeah, so I can start that. drinking soon. Rob, what kind of song are you going to pick for us? Oh, we're playing songs? All right. Um, is there a theme or is it just whatever no, we're it's, playing? No, it's whatever song. song you want. Man, anything you want. You want to talk about, you know, this, that. You want to talk about some of that. You want to talk about some of this. You know what? You guys did uh, Ailstorm a uh, few, few, few episodes ago, I think. We did. Which we, was we were cool. talking about the pirate troll, uh, Michael Sweet. Yeah, I think because of the festive atmosphere here, it is a big party. I think you should play Ailstorm's Mexico. Done. Done. Over. 
Dan and Randy from the uh, Dandy Podcast. I got that yes. right. You, you are correct. Look at classic that. Music hour. Dandy Classic Music Hour. The Dandy Classic. It's a mouthful, music hour. but you know, eventually and you learn to love it. Are on cobras and fire. <laughs> right. So, so, so um, where that. are you guys uh, located at? We are out of Franklin, Tennessee. Yeah, right. man, we live Street. here. Nice. Yeah, we're we don't have to do you. much. We just Our like commute was easy. show up. Where are you guys? Go- you guys coming from here too? No, I'm from Minneapolis. He's in Denver. Yep. Holy oh, shit! Yeah, we do you guys just Skype it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, on yep. Skype all the time. It's actually only the second time. You must be really dedicated to the cause. Who's the editor? How many episodes have you guys? Okay. Oh, nice. Holy hell! You split up the workload. Very good. But no, it's interesting. So you don't have to smell this guy's farts. Like he has to smell my farts when you guys do a podcast. Oh, it's terrible. I cover it my own. Yeah. <laughs> I have a little soundproof room care. in the basement. That is good. That is good. No, the cone of silence for farts. I would say the commonality that we have where we cross over, where Cobras and Fire begins and where we we end, would be Guns and Roses. Okay. Now, when you guys did your episode, Purge Your Illusions, what you called it? Yeah. Purge. Okay. Uh, what what, uh, what songs did you have in common? Like, what crossed over for the two of you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that was a lot of fight because he didn't want... He didn't yeah, want I didn't want to get a cut any of it. Did you guys have really? to, like, agree? Yeah. What about my world? What's that? <laughs> okay, yeah. My, well, did we... I, we actually didn't even mention it on the show. I was ready to take out my... We, we didn't even talk about my world. We agreed right away to take that off. That's good. That's good. Off the boots. table. All the covers I took out. Okay, took, he did I that, too. He wanted too. to, like, throw them all yep. to the spaghetti incident. I said, now. give those to the spaghetti yeah, incident. I didn't know that was an option to do. I didn't even think about that. that yeah, just so, shove them on there. Make okay. that a little longer. That's Make fun. that yeah. better. But uh, and we debated. Okay. And, uh, As so, people do. As one does. Right. Yeah, so what did you cover? Ours, ours was the fact that these songs never even existed. So we're, we're taking them away. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and like in the producer, like these will never come out. And that's what okay. really hurt him. Really, <laughs> it hurt my feelings. I'm like, I well, need these. Man. I like no, these songs. No. And, like, uh, and I think right in the beginning we... Um, we did what is it? Fourteen days and okay, well, is it fourteen years? Fourteen years. Fourteen years and Dustin Bones. Dust these are basically the same song. Yeah, it close. really is. And so we had to pick one. I think we, I think we did. 14 <laughs> you can go from one song into the I like other. Both. I like both. When you hear them back to back, they're yeah. like. Well, like you yeah. say, like he picked one on his and I picked the other on mine, but we didn't know what the other was going to pick. Oh wait, wait, wait. We you came didn't, in blind. You didn't come to a consensus? Yeah. No. No, we, no. That's one of the great our, parts of our show is like we kind of hide stuff from each other and then we kind of find out about it in real right, time. But, but at the end of it, you ended up with one 12 track album right? or two 12 you didn't, track. Two separate 12 track. We didn't like reach across the island like. I combined his with like mine oh, and no. stuff like that's that. We didn't Voltron it. We had to. We had to oh, agree. you guys! Oh wow, that's like a, that's a very sure. political yeah. process right there. You're no, reaching no across politics. aisles. No <laughs> just yelling. And just yelling. Okay. Yeah, like I said, politics. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's basically <laughs> being his 12 track <laughs> record. Uh, you're like, I like all this shit. I even want Bad Obsession on there. Uh, Fuck. Bad Obsession. I love bad obsession. <laughs> it's always messing. It's gotta go. It's gotta okay, go, so guys, like this is this is my little thing. I really think the locomotive is an underrated song. And oh, that it was just that like was to me, it was the blueprint of like everything Guns and Roses was capable of and where they were going. What are your thoughts on this? Um, if I'm blind, buy me. A, oh, love is blind. Buy yourself a cane. Buy, a cane, man. buy that cane, man. Absolutely. So I love so it. Strange. I love the song. I agree with what you just said. Okay, so this is what I found out. No, this is not what I found out. I didn't find it out from anywhere, but I just kind of had the epiphany. I wanted to see if you guys had already had it, but I was thinking about it and I kind of grew with the song for a while, and then I realized. When he said baby's got a locomotive, I realized loco means crazy and motive is like baby's got a crazy motive. I did not Baby's gone off the all. track, baby's got a crazy motive. No way that's not what it is. It is one hundred percent that baby's got a locomotive. And I don't think like I just like it was kinda like one of those epiphanies, like, oh, oh my, my god, god, what if there were like more people in the I, galaxy I, than just humans? You know, spine like tingles that. right now. I'm like, oh, <laughs> my mind is so blown. Twenty six years I find out now. Yeah, like it's, right. it's funny. I just it's never heard it, and I was like, people. "Yeah, I must have been like I don't know, sniffing some glue or something." <laughs> I have no idea, but it was great. And I'm like, I, I always look like I'm hyper obsessed with that kind of thing, so I'm always trying to find like a live version that I can see on YouTube of them yeah. doing it. And the only thing I've ever gotten close to is the one where it's the Paris concert. Uh, you know, with uh, Jeff Beck was supposed to be there, but he couldn't do Locomotive. But there's rehearsal footage where Aerosmith is kind of hanging out, Steve Perry and Joe. Uh, Perry? Joe Perry and Steven Tyler and they're just kind of hanging out and they're rehearsing locomotive. That's as much as I've ever seen. So I feel like they're like that's like the one last thing in their bag of tricks. You know, it's going to 
Yeah, to play it live. I think they're holding out. Did you guys have coma on your thing? That's what I got. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Almost absolutely. Gotta have yeah. coma. Gotta, gotta have it. I honestly it's, don't remember what the 12 tracks were. I kind of went numb to the whole thing. And, yeah, like, I know. Well, how long ago was this? Two years ago. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, you're fine. So you, you don't need to remember. Uh, I don't remember what I had for breakfast. Two years ago. <laughs> That's right. You're not supposed to say that. I thought we agreed. I thought we had something worked out. I already gave him the cash. About two and a half years. Two and a half years. 90 episodes. The first year we were kind of really very definitely inconsistent. Then this year we were almost done one week. Close to it, yeah. What bank? Do you guys bank them? We're a weekly podcast. Sometimes it it depends. Like, I mean, do you guys like? Do you guys ever do the thing where you listen to your music in real time and comment over the music as it's happening? It's fun to do. And, and, and it saves you a lot of back end work. Yeah, sure. So just food for, for, for thought. Yeah, editing is like a like yeah, it's a six, seven hour, eight more hour process or anything. But, but yeah, we have like Civil War on there. Yeah. Yeah. Civil War? No, I don't think so. Didn't so make it. Do you have like a whole like thing like where you know like, if you're looking to the intro of podcasting, it says, well, have a little bank here where the intro resides, and then you put that there, and then the, you, you know, the little sponsor commercial there, then you go into your show. Oh, we have no sponsors. Then, <laughs> no nobody, sponsors. Nobody would be on our show. No, I don't the think podcasting is a get. Poor slow scheme. Yes. You guys actually have sponsors? Oh, no. God, no. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. See, like, this is the thing. We're, we're, we've been interviewing. We'll, uh, we'll have you guys over at another, uh, you know, at a certain point. But the question, the recurring question I keep asking everybody is, how do you make money during this? And the only reason I ask is oh, not because I care show. about making money, uh, are you uh, but because the, the family the members, ads? they yeah. always are like, you're putting yeah, a lot I, of time I, in I this. Why don't you make some money? Let me see. It seems like you should be doing a little better. I don't know if anybody cares. I explain, like, the love of it? They're just like... Love. You saved oh, us a that? lot of money, like general appreciation, hobby. <laughs> yes. What enthusiasm? I know. I want to see dollars and cents. Yes. Yeah. So, so our show's uh... weekly. Comes out every Monday. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go you ahead. can find us on any any of the podcatchers. Um, we're on iHeartRadio. We're on iTunes, obviously. Uh, Face Peeler. We're always on some Stitcher. All that shit. That dandy classic music hour. <laughs> That's the name of our show. Pick, uh, Guns N' Roses song. Or? Pick any song you want. Anything. If I pick one Guns N' Roses song. Oh, I got. One. I already got one. Go ahead, you first. Hereditata.
Well, thank you for joining us here at Cobras and Fire. Maybe we can loosen up a little bit. Uh, yeah, we're all we're pretty high. We we have uh, uh, man crushes on Gunnar Nelson, and he was yeah, it was amazing. Uh, you know, he's so well, dreamy. Intro her first. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're here with Courtney Cronin Dold, uh, uh, professional comedian, uh, friend of Craig Gas. Uh, are you a Kiss Cruiser? I'm a Kiss two-time Kiss Cruiser. Oh, yeah. But I was working, so I couldn't really cruise, if you know what I mean. But <laughs> the last night I cruised, I cruised into some Chardonnay, and it nice. was very fun. Good. <laughs> um, what What do you think? Um, what do you think the ratio of uh, uh, like people to triple XL T-shirts sold on a Kiss Cruise is? <laughs> Yes. Oh dear. Well, hmm. I know for well for one, don't really know how to answer that. The but answer I, is one hundred percent. Well, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of that. Well, what I went to when Literally. I went to see Ace's show and Enough's Enough open, and they were there, and they I was going to get a shirt, and uh, Chip was like. Uh, all I have is a medium, so here, and I'm like, you're very sweet, Chip, but the medium's not going to fit me. So he's like, oh, I don't want to, and he gave me like a triple XL, because that's all they had. So he's like, uh, will you wear this? And I'm like, I'll turn it into a dress. Yes, exactly. I'll just turn it into a dress, and so I did. I have no, it like. It's just good, because like normally, we always complain, like the most popular shirt sizes are always out, mm-hmm. but the most popular shirt sizes there are the there, there, there are Paul some. Paul Stanley's got the, the, the merch, he's signing off, and he's like. I didn't know that was even a size. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It is a size. It wasn't like this in the seventies. No. But, uh, but yeah, so so that the, we'll, we'll dig into the, the Kiss Cruise for a little bit. But why don't you kind of just break down you? A bit, oh. A okay. Um, how long? How many years you've done this? Oh, I've been doing comedy for twenty years, twenty-one okay. years, and um, I used to be full-time comedian and go on the road and stuff like that and open for really a lot of great people and then I got my first writing job um, in television and I went oh my god we can actually make money at this I can buy new shoes like so I started really focusing on that and I've written for a lot of comedians on their shows my first job was with Jay Moore on his sports show um, More Sports on ESPN okay and actually, yeah, we had, we had Slayer on the show, actually. Really? It was on, really on cool. On more sports, it was a late-night sports talk show okay. on ESPN, and it was really funny and really good, and we did 25 episodes, and then something happened, and they pulled us off the air. But um, Jay is like a sports encyclopedia. Like, you ask him, he oh, just knows everything. I've heard him on um, uh, Jim Rome. Yeah, when he took over for Jim Rome, oh, yeah. yeah. He, he rubs people the wrong way, but I've always thought he was hilarious. I, I think he's great. Yeah, I think he's great. And um, the show was good. We had we had Foreigner on. And the best ever, we had Dave Navarro and Suge Knight on the same show. <laughs> Dave wearing a shirt? A tank top. Okay. All right. Dave was wearing a tank top. And my sister... Yeah, no, it was tight. But he's, he's like four foot three, so it was tight. Okay. It was like a kid size. Yeah, it was a baby gap. <laughs> But my sister was there, and I'm like, they were just standing on the stage, so I pushed her. I'm like, go take a picture with Jay. And she goes up there, and it's Jay, my sister, Suge Knight, and Dave Navarro, and that was her Christmas card. That is a Motley Crue right there. <laughs> my goodness. How is crazy is that? I didn't so, know it was like a, so it was a music I, show, that, too. It, we had bands, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, need, I need that Christmas card. Yes. And, uh, I can't remember the thing. Oh, with Kenny, uh, I need to uh, join the Mile High Club with a sock or something. <laughs> In, inside the Kiss Coffin. Inside the Kiss Coffin. That's what we call the Mile High Club. Yeah. Oh, okay. In there. Yes. <laughs> Instead of the Mile High Club, you crawl into the coffin. <laughs> anyway, we're very sorry. No, no, no. But, that's uh, okay. I don't mind. You can jerk off anywhere you want. This is a. This is the rockin'. This is the okay. The jerkin' pod. The jerkin pod. I was I was trying. And with the jerkin' rock. You do. You do. But uh, moving on. Um, okay, cool. So that so it's kind of a, I've always been fascinated with uh, the whole writers' room kind of of experience. Like uh-huh. you're there. You, you guys did a is that was it a daily episode? Since it was an ESPN or was it a? Uh, this show is weekly. Okay, so it was a But I've done a daily show. Yeah. And okay. Yeah, it's a little more grueling. I bet. Yeah. yeah. But like, how long um, are you guys in the? What's like a set? Just bring me in there a little bit. Is it like two hours, four hours? How do you like you guys brainstorm? It depends on the show. Like when I worked on the roast of Carson Daly for MTV, um, Jeff Jeff Ross was the that was his first big roast before he started doing Comedy Central roast. Okay. And that office. Like our meetings would last like five, six hours, and we'd be there really late at night. Then there's other shows where like you're 
because everybody goes off and writes and then you come in, mm-hmm. you know? Well, it's different for every show. Okay. It's different for every show. And because I mostly do like variety, talk, um, sketch and hidden camera, it's very different than let's say like Seinfeld. I have no idea what that's like. Okay. Yeah. Like for us, it's just, you know, it's different every show. I guess it's not very interesting, but um, sometimes it's kind of fun when you're in a room with like a bunch of really funny people, and they're, like they're just yelling shit. Like I worked on the sports version of the soup called Sports Soup, and it, it was me and six guys in, in an office, and all day long they just be saying stuff and right. watch. Are you into sports? Oh yeah, I love basketball. Okay. Yeah. Like, like, how do you get into this? Like, you're like the one girl there to represent a I, female voice. Or? I, I was, and then and same with at, at more sports. But um, but I wasn't as big of a sports fan when I was on more sports. I was just the writer's assistant, and then I did like I got a lot of stuff on the air. That was how I got into it. But um, but on Sports Soup, I was the NASCAR person. And we had to watch hunting shows. <laughs> so I watched so There's much NASCAR that I started to like it. And I started watching it on Sundays. And I did that for like four more years. And then I couldn't get anyone to go to a NASCAR show with me. Come on. I don't even like, I don't even like that. But it's still fun to go to. But I couldn't get anyone to go. And um, and then after that, I just stopped I watching. I go to a NASCAR event. Yeah. Give me a break. But yeah, no, basketball. I love basketball. So that's the, my thing. Uh, who's your favorite team player? Well... I jump around, but let me put it... Uh, Front we, runner, oh, okay. Well, I jump around because I'm from Boston, so we love the Celtics, but we also love the Clippers because when I moved to L.A., I was from Boston, so I hated the Lakers. So, didn't hate, but we're not allowed to no, like no, the Lakers either. in my house. Yeah. As, as it should be. Right. We're not allowed to like them because enough people like them enough. It's all right. They have enough love. So, we when it, I just started going to Clippers game because I could afford it. Yeah, could afford to go because those tickets were cheap. And all of a sudden, they got really good. And I was like, like ah! And yeah, but so we go to a lot of Clipper games, and um, and then my husband's German, so we have a Dirk Nowitzki jersey frame sign next to our bed. <laughs> so I say every day I wake up between two Germans, Dirk yes. and my husband. Any German jokes? No. Okay, fair enough. What, well, I do one joke about my husband. Like whenever people find out that he's German. They always ask the same question. They're like, oh, he's German, so is he into Scheisser porn? Does he like Scheisser porn? <laughs> That's not my go-to uh, when somebody mentions it's German. It's the first thing people ask it me. They're like, now. oh, he's German. <laughs> I now have a go-to German question. So does he like Scheisser porn? And I'm like, no, he does not like Scheisser porn. He loves it. Ah. He loves it. This is what happens in comedy when your timing gets messed up. Comedy is timing. Of course it is. 100%. The, 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 the ones that we have that are the funniest ones are ones that are on point. You just throw something out You there. just throw it out there. Yeah. That's why I'm like... Natural. That's why it takes us nine hours to record 20 minutes. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> no, but it's true. Like, if someone's like, oh, tell a joke, and then I go to tell the joke, and then... The drive-by growl tell. That was. <laughs> Hang on, I need a fan. This was really smart. We had no idea it was going to be so hot in here. That's what I'm saying. We're, we plan ahead. I so, know. So one last thing about the the whole writer's room. Yeah. Because I am interested in it. Like, is there a lot of, like, I can imagine it's hard to be, get your voice heard when you're coming in there and there's a new mix of people. Or dominant. Are there people that That's like, very true. getting their, their jokes in there? Like, yes. These are fun here. Yep. That happens all the time. Okay. That happens that. all the time. All the Men time. Can be kind of dominant. I would think so. Yeah. It's not just that. I mean, it could be. It's not just the dudes. I mean, it could be other women too. Um, it's just there's always that one person that you know that that's needs an obscene amount of attention, and it's either annoying or they're really good. You know, like there was a guy I worked with who was both. He was super annoying, but he was really fucking funny, and his jokes were really good. So we kind of just let him have the floor. And then there's times, like, I had a boss who just didn't think I was funny. He just couldn't get past it. He just didn't think I was funny. So I'd start submitting my jokes with other guys' packets and put them in their packets to get my stuff on the air. Cool so, yeah, gotcha. and no, it works. So. I'm just saying, like, you're, I would think it's just like uh, a rat race or whatever. It's uh, got to be. It's a, tough. Do people get kicked out? And I'll move on for this, but but do people get kicked out like in a week or two if they're just like failing right away? Or, or do they let you stay there for like a month or two? Um, 
I've never seen that happen. Okay. But it, I know it has. Sure. I've never seen anyone get the boot, like, right away for just sucking so bad. Because it's so hard to get the job in the first place. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that you got, you've got to have... Elimination, you got to be in there with some, some, some high-level school. Yeah, you got to be kind of good, at least. Yeah, I can yeah. just imagine. I mean, I hate going to meetings at work and how long it takes us to get to a consensus about some bullshit. Oh. I can see like the jokes being done. When there's a lot of comedians on the staff, it's yeah. hard to get through. It's hard so to get things done because they're all out doing each other and it's constant and it's like, uh. It, it took uh, us, him and I, um, uh, a month and a half to choose a font. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> So we're going back and forth with all that bullshit. So, so moving on. Yes. What, uh, what would you like to talk about? You want to talk more Kiss Cruise? You have some some rock stories you want to share? Um, uh, roast. By the way, roasts. One of my oh, favorite the roast on, on Earth. So, uh, and just went by. I know he did. He really does look like rock and roll Wolverine. Yeah, really. Who goes to look every day? It's amazing. I mean, it, it's the hot fact here. That they tracked, the fact that they tracked. Huh? It's hot here. Why would you want to so talk much... about the side? Yeah. 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 Okay. He's got to be just sweating all so, the time. Yeah, it, it just for the listeners. We had this uh, there's this uh, heavy metal parking lot reunion, and one of the guys that was he was a DC 101 guy, right? I think. Anyway, he yeah. looks like Wolverine, straight up. Yeah, he does. Sorry, continue your work. Do you think he's doing that on purpose, or he just was born that way? Yeah. I don't think he was he's born never, that way. No, he might have come out that way. No. <laughs> he's never he heard of the, the X-Men. <laughs> he's never heard of the X-Men. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he's lived in a bubble. He was in, he was in an Adobe hut he's for still years. Lives, he still lives in the parking lot outside of Maryland there in Largo. <laughs> <laughs> he's still at the Judas Priest concerts. <laughs> it just has grown. He's unshaved. I know. I wonder... push-ups. He's doing push-ups continuously. 7,000 push-ups a day. Finding random bottles of like slow gin left in the park. Finally, I built, my, I built myself up to go to the Rock and Pods Expo. Oh my god! <laughs> I guess I should have watched the movie so I could participate yeah, this, in this portion of the show. It's not a movie. Yeah, it's a fifteen-minute clip. That's all. It is. I know, but I didn't watch it because I was Doesn't talking matter. to people. Uh, it's more of a time capsule. It isn't um, like this like thing that. Um, you know, starts and builds and ends. It's yeah. just yeah. it would be the same thing as is when somebody films this. Yeah, and, and yeah. you're going to see the same people. It, what we say is that this could be the heavy metal parking lot, the same generation. Yeah, old. <laughs> no, no, it's true. I mean, we're growing with the music we love, yep. and it's like I met these girls on the plane, and I was like, "Hey, you girls should come." They're like not doing anything today. Hi, and um, <clears throat> and I said, "Oh, you should come to the Rock and Pod Expo." And they're like, "Who's going to be there?" And I was like dropping names, and um, and they're like, "Who?" That's something we say on the show a lot too. What's the opposite of name dropping? That was one of the Paul Stanley roast yes, jokes. Exactly. Yeah. There was a Paul Stanley roast. We did. We did. Well, we, uh, we'll we'll give you the episode. Oh, I gotta hear that. Oh, you'll you'll, you'll hear it later. Oh. We'll put on the headphones and, and, and drift <laughs> away to our our genius. I will. It's actually Paul Stanley. He's Paul Stanley, and I'm Doc McGee. Yeah. So. Do you do Paul? Not good. No. No. I, that's can, the whole point. Yeah, can you do it? Because I want to. Sure. I want to do a bit with you. Okay. You um, ready? You want me to just okay respond just, to you? Yeah, you'll know what to say. It's okay. just one word. Okay. Ready? Hey, Paul. Well, what is your favorite celebrity gossip magazine? Stop! <laughs> well done, people. Well, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you ready? You set me up very good. Yes. <laughs> okay. Let's try this again. Take two. Mm-hmm. Paul, what is your favorite celebrity gossip magazine? People. <laughs> nice. And what? Um, is your favorite Barbra Streisand song? People! And um, what's that Depeche Mode song? How does it go? People! Uh, people! That's it. That's the one. And oh, then, yeah! <laughs> and then one more. Uh, what? There was this band from the 70s. Uh, they sang a song called YMCA. They were the village. People! That's the one. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> Love that goes on for like six hours. Yeah. It really can. Craig and I were like hanging over our balconies on the Kiss Cruise because our rooms are next to each other, yeah. like yelling this back and forth to each other. We're like, if you can't sleep, you count sheeple. Like, sheeple. we just kept going. And Star was a good guess, though. Yeah, Not too bad too. Sorry, I should have fed you that. You're like Star. <laughs> we're leaving that in. Yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you're like the Inquirer. I don't know. So how TMZ. Does that- that's a TV show. <laughs> so how do you end up on the on the Kiss Cruise? Uh, I owe Craig Gas a kidney. Let me just put it that way. Okay. They ask him because he's so great, and they love him. And he does. I mean, he has hours of material about Kiss because he has all these funny interactions with them, and it's hilarious. Right. And he has great stories. And 
I mean, just so the, they dig him a lot too. They love him, and cool. and you know he's very loyal to them, and he keeps it very, you know. It's not mean-spirited at all. He keeps it very fun. He, I mean, I know all Craig's stories by heart because I've, I've been friends with him so long and worked with him so many times, but um, I always love the one where he was backstage and Gene brings him around his friends and goes, okay, be funny. Be funny for my friends. Be funny. And Craig's like, Dance uh, right. And he's like, um, okay. And then he just started, like, doing jokes and, uh... How about funny. you? Do you ever like um, find that you might pull back because you're worried how it might be a joke might be received? I mean, we like, we do sometimes. We, we do, we're not professionals, but we actually there's times we decide you know we're not going to go there because we don't know the person that well, and because I'm always like I want the person to be in on the joke, especially when we're talking right. about a person, you know. Right. I had that that happened to me twice on Kiss Cruise. On the first one, on three, I did a joke. I do a joke about watching the grown men. Real quick, let's all take a quick look down there. Uh, uh, Wolverine has saggy nipples. Wolverine has what? Saggy nipples. They oh. point down like this. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say he's hitting on Daria. <laughs> <laughs> That's better. Okay, sorry. I just thought we all needed to see that. Is that what you're talking about? Daria. Like Daria. Uh, animated cartoon on MTV. Sorry. Never mind. I have the wrong one. I'm thinking of. Uh, I have Daria. No. Oh, oh. I'm thinking of. Uh, it doesn't. Dora the Explorer. Dora, thank you. Yeah. You have little kids. Yeah. Okay. They're past that now. I don't have that children. Like, Good for you. God made me sterile on purpose. He's like, there's no way you're going to be a mother. Let's yeah. just make Wait, sure. God does that? He did. <laughs> you sterile. You not horrible train yeah. right there. That, that, there's so many questions that I can go to. Anyway, carry on. You don't want to keep talking about my barren uterus? No, I want to know if, <laughs> if God does that. Why do we have our current president? <laughs> oh, true. But I, I don't do God. politics. But I, 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 don't. I don't want to go down that road. So. Yeah. yeah. So I was thinking um, before we do that, I was just saying I was thinking that like Kiss fans, because we spend so much money, we give a lot of money to Kiss, you know. And I was thinking Kiss Online should have like a frequent flyer program or whatever, frequent you know army program, frequent bad decision program, right? Where you like buy a bunch of Kiss stuff and you get points, and then you save up those points for when you get really old and you have no money left and you need somewhere to live. Okay. You can move into the Kiss retirement home, okay. and 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 you can just live there with all your friends who are also Kiss fans, who spent most of their money on Kiss stuff. Because it would it would be such a fun place to retire, and then they could have like the slogan like where you can rock and roll all night and shit in a bag every day. <laughs> That's not bad, right? But with, with this place. Basically, what you're saying is this would be the retirement home right here. Well, you'd get points for coming to this, and then you could add them oh. to your points package. Everything here has already been bought, so they, uh, oh, the machine doesn't like that. I know, but they've got to like deal deals, you know, with these guys, with the vendors and stuff, sure, sure. and then you could collect points just like a credit card, like travel hacking, but with Kiss. So what you're saying is this is the world's worst timeshare. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, I think there should be some, you know, but they'll never do that. Well, but whatever. Well, my wife will be happy just to know that. By me being that guy, her and I have a place to stay for the rest of our lives. Well, his, his pinball, his pinball yeah. machine alone should have a seven-week vacation. Well, the first-generation fans are getting up there in age, and maybe some Absolutely. people do need a home. And I think they someone do. is going to do it. Someone's going to open the Kiss Army Retirement Home. I'm thinking that's that uh, they should also, I would say, what should be almost as successful would be a coffee shop and uh, a football team. Arena. What do you think? I think arena is a good Tom. idea. Arena football is a really or good idea. Named after his tongue. Yeah. These could be great successes. Yeah. <laughs> or they can open up a restaurant where, you know, when a Rock and Brews first opened, I thought it was going to be totally Kiss themed. Right. I think a lot of people thought that. Well, why, why would they think that? Because everything that they do is. Well, <laughs> yeah. That's the only reason that survived. Because nobody wants to. That was a smart move. But I thought it was. I thought you'd go in and the waiter's like, how you doing, people? You want to hear the specials? Because you're special. It's like, how many people here like soup? You know, like, I just didn't know, like, what it was going to be. But there's one down the street for me, so we go a lot. So. Tommy Thayer's your waiter. <laughs> he's dressed as a... He's, he's, uh, he brings your food pretending to be a waiter. Oh, no. They serve alcohol, but the only alcohol drink is vodka and orange juice. Right. I, right. <laughs> it's the well, only thing in the drink. That's the only thing. That's it. Vodka and orange juice. Well, they'll have tequila. Sure. Uh, what are the other wraps in there? It's like, why not? Well, the tequila, vodka and orange juice, and cold gin. That's all they have for alcohol. 
during That's the winter, it. During the winter, everybody gets to put a log in the fireplace. That's right. I like when people put logs in my fireplace. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh. All right, cool. Um, do you want to <laughs> break this down? Yeah, we can break this down. Okay, um, okay so uh, the Kiss Cruise, they were like, there's so much to do on it. First off, which one did you go to? I went to three and six. Okay. So three... I six feel, last year? Does that mean six? the next one you're going to is nine? I guess so. If <laughs> we do, 12. if we do it that way, okay. I don't know. I don't know how many more kiss cruises there's going to be. I need symmetry in my life. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, we'll see. But um, <laughs> but they have things going from like 11 a.m. to like one in the morning. It's like constant, you know. What kind of stuff? Well, there's a lot of activities. Like Paul had like pizza making with Paul. And then Shuffleboard with Paul. I pretty much <laughs> it was he did a pizza making thing and and it filled the theater it was full, and then they had a Gene are you smarter than a than Gene they did like are you smarter than a rock star and it was like Gene against like these three guys and Gene won hmm. okay you know I think it was rigged I think Gene knew the answers no I'm kidding but he and then they had like a bunch of other stuff like you could do like uh, enough's enough did bingo. And Skid Row did bingo. And so it was, like, fun, you know? Sure. So, like, these were... There were a lot of events that had to be canceled. And so uh, these are some of the events that were canceled. Okay. Um, they had a Guess the Hairs, where you'd guess how many chest hairs Paul actually has. I would have dominated on that. Yeah. <laughs> and the winner gets a restraining order. So... Uh, well, then there's no point in me even going into it. I already got that. Right. That was canceled because it was just too humid and the hairs were sticking, so it was hard to count them. And then there was um, Get Pregnant with Skid Row. Oh. Where, like, Scotty or, like, one of the guys would just, like, try and get you pregnant, but that was canceled because they're all married and their wives weren't, like, hot on that. And there's only, like, five women. Yeah, they just weren't. Yeah, the seven women that were there, and they can't have children anymore. (laughs) They all had So, yes, it was a big, barren... It was a desert of empty uteruses. Okay, so... Um, and then there was uh, my favorite, which was the free prostate exams with Gene. Um, those were canceled because of the spikes um, on his sure. on his gloves. Hey, oh, exactly, a little Fletch oh, reference yes. there. And uh, one of my favorites was um, Night Terrors with Derek St. Holmes, where you would just come in your room in the middle of the night and scream <laughs> in your face. <laughs> How was that one not canceled? I have no idea. Derek didn't want to stay up there? late. Well, he didn't want to stay up that late. Derek St. Holmes. Night terrors. With, that, that's probably my, my favorite event. I, I would look forward to that. I would buy tickets just for that. Absolutely. Won't we have... Just because we're trying to put this in all these episodes, and, and probably this is like a half hour solid. Uh-huh. Okay. So you want to do like a outro? Thank you. Well, I want to just say thank you very much. And, and I just want to say that everything that everyone said about you is not true. You're not two total fucking dicks. You're actually... <laughs> You're actually really nice, attractive gentlemen. Aww. Powerful, too. Yes, powerful and attractive men. And um, and I really enjoyed this, so thank you for having me. We want to say thank you very pleasure. much. We're going to give you complimentary face fans. Yay! Fan fans and... Thank you. Uh, would you like... We never got to it. What? We, we've you been want a jerk sock? At the end of oh, a jerk sock. Complimentary. Yeah, we'll we'll sign it for you. I would love an autographed jerk sock. Absolutely. There's nothing to take home to show you your your, uh, your <laughs> to, to show my husband what That's I got right. from the expo. Exactly. I'm like, I got jerk sock. You I and Kenny got... Olson are officially <laughs> officially the most excited people about that. He loves it. We learned a new t- uh, term today. It's yeah, he growl-tow. calls it a growl towel. What's a growl growl towel? Jerk sock, also known as a growl towel. Oh, okay. I love. It. But uh, while he signs that, I will say it's our pleasure. Thank you so yeah, much absolutely. for. Uh, Thank you guys. Um, yeah, it, you know, I learned a lot too. It's nice to be around people who are yep. paid to be funny instead of like uh, pretend to be. That's right. <laughs> lampshade on the head guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the, we should change the name from Cobras and Fire to Lampshade on the Head Guy podcast. Yeah. Look at me. No. My head. No, you guys are actually funny. This is very funny. Thank you. I got a jerk sock. Oh, my husband's going to love this. <laughs> Thank you, Courtney. Thank you. Appreciate it very much. Society. Using all the tricks that you used on me. 